Hello and welcome to the Man on a Free Hit episode one. Um, you can't do a free hit in uh, game week one, so why am I doing this today? Well, what I thought I'd do to kick off the season is to go with the optimum team that you can do for game week one. So when we do FPL, we're looking further afield, we're looking at fixtures, etc. But don't do that with a free hit, do you? You target a specific week. So that's what I've done. I've targeted this specific week only because normally the team would change next week. So that's what we're doing. It's a 4-5-1 formation. Uh, we're just going to try and get the best team out that we possibly can for game week one. Uh, okay, let's jump straight into it. These are going to be short every week. Uh, I plan to keep them that way anyway. Um, a little explanation on the players and why I've chosen them and the fixtures. Uh, and let's see how it goes. Edison first up. Expected to keep a clean sheet against Burnley. Obviously, Friday night fixture this week. Let's see. Um, Burnley are probably the better of the promoted teams, I think. They're, yeah, definitely. Um, but I still think that Man City should win this convincingly. And I, and I reckon they can hold them to a, to a nil as well. So the problem with uh, Man City this year, as we found in FPL, is where their assets are. Everyone's got Haaland. That's a, a no-brainer. Funny enough, you might crop up later. Spoiler alert. Um, but the midfield is a minefield, isn't it? Like, we don't know whether Foden will start. We don't, you know, there's Kovacic, there's um, Grealish, Alvarez, I think is really good. KDB, I see, don't see many people with him in their team at the moment. I think he's like 13% owned, might be more now. Um, KDB owner, hello. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But picking the midfield for me was quite difficult uh, for a Man City player, so I haven't. So straight up, we've got Edison there in the uh, keeper's slot. Uh, ownership, uh, obviously I did these slides, I want to say a couple of days ago, so the ownership might vary a little bit, so uh, it's going to be in and around this, but yeah, 5.5 and an ownership of 14%, which isn't normal for sort of a 5.5 a, a goalkeeper, let's be fair, we don't put our money in those sort of assets. Sub goalkeeper is Ariola. does it really matter? Probably not. Um, I think there's better 4 million goalkeepers now, in all fairness, that have maybe emerged. Uh, me and Craig went in on why Ariola might be a bad choice in terms of a goalkeeper, because if he doesn't play, he could end up dropping price. Uh, suddenly you're down to 3.9, 3.8, and, and you've got a problem on your hands. But the ownership is still very high for him. So maybe people don't care. Maybe they do believe Ariola will be the starting keeper for West Ham. Um, but uh, for this, I didn't matter. I just wanted a cheap goalkeeper and I chucked him in. Very, very simple. That's why. And also they have got Bournemouth. Now, Bournemouth have been making moves in the transfer window, in all fairness. And I don't think they're going to be as bad as most people think this year. Um, I don't particularly think they'll be pushing pushing for top 10. But uh, I reckon Bournemouth could push for a mid-table. Um and so, yeah, you know, they've definitely got it in them to score against West Ham because, let's be fair, West Ham are very dejected at the moment. I uh, don't know what's going on there, but, uh, yeah, they, they could score, but does it matter? No. Gabriel, next up. Uh, it could have Arsenal minefield again with, with the defence. Um, I think Gabriel and Saliba are obviously absolutely nailed in the centre. Uh, it's I'd love the fullbacks, but who who to pick right now? You know, Tierney's been getting minutes. Uh, Tommy Asu was getting minutes. Timber's there. What uh, you know, White is there. I don't uh, I don't know who's going to play. I think Jinchenko's injured, so that's one you could potentially rule out. But I, I didn't know who was going to play personally. I think Timber will play, but I didn't want to take that gamble on this. So go for a solid centre back. Uh, scored a lot of points last year. High ownership at the moment. 
uh, I think, uh, you know, a clean sheet against Forest is probably expected. So in goes Gabriel. Next up is Shaw. Don't know why Shaw looks massive in that picture. My apologies, Luke. Um, but yeah, Man United, let's let's go with them. Uh, against Wolves, uh, I, I've tipped Wolves to be one of the teams to go down this year. I don't see what, what they're doing to stay up, in all fairness. They've just lost their manager as well before, get, before a ball's even been kicked. Excuse me. <coughs> Always suffering with a cough or something. Before a ball's even been kicked, their manager's gone. So... Um, that's no surprising there's upset in that crowd as well. So I can't see what they're doing to, to help themselves. So a clean sheet potentially for here, for sure. And and maybe an attacking uh, um, attacking return as well, potentially an assist or something for him. He's, he's definitely got it in him. Um, and so that's why Luke Shaw is in. One of the more expensive defenders I've got in the team. Estupanan, again, I think... What I've done here is a little bit of the ownership thing. You know, do you really want to take on a 51% ownership? Probably not. I know, again, Craig on, our, on, on the man on team is, was considering going without Istupanan, but with that Luton fixture first, if he does for any reason clean sheet and maybe getting attacking return, that's a, a, an assist or something, you're in a bit of trouble if you're taking that on unless one of your other defenders steps up. So um, at 5 million, the first three fixtures for Luton are fantastic, but yeah. Uh, sorry, first three fixtures for Brighton are fantastic, but with Luton up first, uh, I, I can't see why no one would be going without Stupanan. Um, let's see what you can do. But 5 million and 51% ownership for a defender is absolutely madness, isn't it? Uh, this might, one might surprise you, but when you see who they're playing, it probably doesn't. Uh, nailed nailed uh, defender for Crystal Palace, got Sheffield United at home. Sheffield United are uh, probably the worst team that has come up in a long time. They've done absolutely nothing to uh, convince me they'll stay. In fact, they've ended up selling all their best players um, and not replaced them, as far as I've seen. The only one uh, that seems to be was really good, and obviously following from Gaffer, the championship, the only one that seems to be really good that's still there is the defender, who I can never say, uh, Admahozovic. I think that's my best stab at that fucking name. Um, so big Joshi Manderson is in, uh, danger from set pieces and Eze can deliver a ball, can't he? Let's be fair. We've all been debating Eze, uh, for Crystal Palace in this, but well, he can deliver a ball and, and straight onto Anderson's head. So there's an attacking return potential in that, but also the clean sheet potential as well. So as a cheap 4.5 million defender to free up cash in other places, I think it was a no brainer that Anderson went in. And the first of the sub is Powell. Paul Torres is in my actual team as well. Uh, I really like the guy. I think he's a fantastic defender. Uh, he can play in the centre and he can play on the left as well. I think um, Aston Villa have got a really good player on their hands and I think they'll do really well. I don't expect him to be coming on for this team, in all fairness. I think all the defenders I picked will play. So he is simply just there as, as, as a 4.5 cheap backup, just in case. But I can see Villa beating Newcastle. I play a predictor league and I've certainly gone for Villa to beat Newcastle. So um, whether that's to a score draw, to a score or, or no, I don't I don't know, do I? Uh, but for me, you know, I think uh, Pav's a great player and he's, he's in there as my first sub for the defenders. So we are on to the midfielders. That's not a surprise, is it? 55% ownership, that's probably higher now. Why anyone isn't going against... Um, Going, going for Arsenal players against Forest, I have absolutely no idea, in, in fairness. Um, I think Saka has to be the first name on most people's teams. 
um, but 55% ownership. What a player Saka has become. Uh, I think he's going to have a really good season again. So 55% ownership, not taking that on as well in a free hit, for instance. Uh, when you do a free hit, you kind of got to... Obviously, I'm, I, here I'm trying to pick an optimum team for the game week one, obviously, but also kind of keep the thoughts of our free hit going because that's the purpose of this series. Um, when you're doing a free hit, you still don't want to take on the high ownerships because if he scores assists, you know, an extra point or two for a clean sheet, I think it is for midfielders, isn't it? Yeah, you, uh, you know, probably get three bonus. You are in for an absolute, yeah, no prob- problems. Um, absolutely. No. Why have I put FOR and not NFO? Rookie. Sorry about that. I'll get that sorted. Idiot sometimes, aren't I? Odegaard, I'll put it there. What a pillock. Um, Odegaard, uh, same reason. Absolute, uh, I mean, the, the, there was always that thing, the buzz around Odegaard um, at Real Madrid, and will he, he never really lived up to it. But he's come to Arsenal and he's done more than live up to it. Uh, he smashed the potential everyone thought he had, became club captain. Um, the vision on that guy is absolutely, it is second to none. Like, Arsenal have got their Ozil again from many, many years ago. Uh, he's, a, he's a fantastic player. I really, really like him. Uh, ownership for me for 21% seems very low for Odegaard, actually. Um, but we'll see. He's one of those players this year that I don't think is going to be um, rotated much or substituted much in all fairness either, especially as club captain. I think he was a bit last year, whereas this year I, I don't think he will be as much. So that might be why the ownership is 21%. But two Arsenal players straight in. Um in the midfield to join Gabriel Fernandez 26% and again another great assist machine now Fernandez is a difficult one obviously I think it's his assists that are winning him the, the applaudits in here um it looks like Rashford will start up top for the first couple of games uh Rasmus Hoisand isn't isn't ready yet to play but again uh I th- don't think that's a problem in in regards to um they've obviously I think they'll start with Rashford at top and put Garnacho out left won't they so uh I don't think that's terrible I think Garnacho is a really good player as well so I think that'll help Fernandez uh the fact that they've signed Mount as well he'll go back a little bit more I think Fernandez will hopefully push up more and not Mount um but again, it's that ownership thing. I think against, for me, for me, you can clearly see here, it's target Wolves, as you'll see with the next guy. Yeah, it's Rashford. Uh, double, double Arsenal, double United in the midfield. I've seen that in a lot of people's teams anyway. But when I was doing this optimum team, I was like, kind of got to have both. Uh, so that's what I've done. Big ownership for Rashford as well. Personally, I, I, in my own team, I like to save the 0.5 and actually have Fernandez. I don't think Rashford is that great up top in all fairness, and doesn't do as much. Um, that might change when uh, Hoyland starts more and he gets put and Rashford goes back to the left. Obviously, that's going to annoy the Ganacho people. Um, but uh, I don't think that's terrible uh, for uh, for Rashford in terms of going out left again. I think he's better there. But I don't think I could ignore Rashford against Wolves. Um, as I said, Wolves, terrible. So Fernandez, Fernandez and Rashford both in. And then it's a 4-5-1, so we've got one more midfielder. It's probably no shock, really, but it's Matoma. Look at him, tiny down there. Hello, Matoma. Um, 37%. It's between him and João Pedro, isn't it, really, for starting spots in most people's teams at the moment? Uh, personally, I think I've got João Pedro uh, at the moment in mine. Uh, just got given number nine shirt, took penalties in pre-season. Um, 
played more minutes than any striker as well in preseason. Uh, Ferguson at six million didn't really even get a look in, I don't think. So whether there's a problem there, I don't know. But he doesn't look like he's going to be the one that's starting starting the, the season. Uh, and with the fixtures they've got, I think Jao Pedro is a, is a good shout. But not as much as Matoma. I think Matoma's nailed on that left. Um, such a great player to watch with with his dribbling. Um, I'm not going to mention about his study that he did in it. Oh, I have. Never mind. Everyone does it. Um, but if he's improved his finishing this year, then yeah, I think uh, it'll be really good for Matoma there. Uh, I don't have him in my team currently, my real team, and 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 a little bit of FOMO for that. But um, Matoma's a no-brainer. Uh, and then up top, it's pretty boring, isn't it? But 87% of people can't be wrong. That's probably higher now. Uh, as people may know, I considered taking Haaland on recently uh, and not having him in my own team, going with Kane and Salah and, and, and the supporting cast, but it's just stupid. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you can't take on 87%. If he, if you take 87% on and he, come, and he turns up against Burnley with a hat-trick and, and he's capable, let's be completely honest with you, um, you are miles behind and... I think you'll just get dejected. It'll just be one of those seasons where you're like, I've buggered it already in game week one. There's a plenty of time to catch up, but that's not way the way people's mentalities work. Um, so for me, I thought for about 10 seconds about it, I made a team, it looked really nice, but it was missing the big Norwegian meat shield. So uh, yeah, he's into the free hit team. I think he's uh, an optimal player for game week one. So then we've got two subs. And if you've been keeping up, they would be um, two strikers. So first of all, we've got Mateta. So might surprise you, but five minutes, again, it's that Sheffield United thing. Should any of these players not start, then I'm very happy with Mateta coming on. So he's been playing central uh, in preseason. He's been scoring in preseason. He's a big guy. Again, it's that Eze delivery thing coming in. Um, I'd be shocked if Mateta doesn't start up top um against Sheffield United and I'd be shocked if he didn't score uh in all fairness I think he's been very good pre-season for some reason I've watched more Palace than most teams which if everyone knows me knows is strange because I'm not a big fan of Palace I don't, don't think they play great football but they have been um so they were shocking me and um yeah I, I can I, very low ownership so it's worth taking on I did consider him in my own team but <clears throat> it's a bit too dodgy to to, to, to go with that so Mateta, first sub, uh, or one of the subs. And second is Jao Pedro. So I had the 5.5 million left over. Um, but you can't fit everybody. And I put this in a tweet a couple of weeks ago. It was like, guys, you can't have everybody. Like, there, there has to give. I haven't got Jao Pedro in this team. I, um, you know, in my in my real team, I don't have Mitoma. I don't have Eze. Really would like Eze. But I don't want to put him in over the likes of potentially Madison or... DRB um, for the long for the long run um, it's about playing those fixtures so Jao Pedro for me comes into the free hit team this week should anybody not play then Jao Pedro will come in uh, and I'm quite happy with that as well I think on the next slide potentially I have put the lineup yeah there we go so this came to 99.5 million um, the only other thing I could have done is maybe boosted uh, Mateta up to uh, Edison Edouard, uh, the other Palace player, but he's playing more on the left at the moment with um, Zaha's departure. So for me, you kind of got to weigh up what you wanted. Um, 
we are giving the captaincy to Haaland. That's no surprise. We are giving the vice captaincy to Saka. It could have gone on any bloody one of them, in all fairness, across that middle line. Um, but the subs are in order as well. Obviously, the goalkeeper doesn't matter. But we are going to go with Pedro, Mateta and Pau. Obviously, Pau, great player. But, you know, Newcastle will have it in them to score. And I don't see an attacking return for Pau. So he kind of is there just for fun. Um, but there we are. There we have it. There is not much more from me there. You know, we've kept that to between 15 and 20 minutes. I think that's a perfect time for this. Uh, let me know what you think. Ask questions. We'll be back next week to review how we did. And we'll be coming up with a new team. Um, so until that point, uh, it's been fun. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you soon.